This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast with Brian Robb. I'm Rich Levine and the Celtics Blue Game 1. Uh, B-Rob, that's the only way to put it, I think. Uh, <laughs> this, Straight to the point. What's that? Straight to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this wasn't this wasn't game three against Toronto. This isn't like one mental lapse with 0.5 seconds left. Celtics are up 14 in the fourth quarter, up five with like 60 seconds left. Then uh, turn the page, up four with three minutes left in OT, up one with 20 seconds left. Uh, no disrespect to the Heat. Uh, clearly a great team. You know, Bam, Jimmy, or Stars. Dragic Drag played like one tonight. Harrow is not far behind. But uh, Celtics had this 1-1, and they, and they let it go. Yeah. I mean, I guess let's start Let's start at the very end. Um, the Bam block is probably going to be on highlight reels for, like, decades, do we think? Like, that was – I've never seen a, a stop like that. <laughs> As long as as long as they're still an NBA, as long as the NBA exists, we will be seeing replays of that block. I guess it might depend on if if the Heat win, if the Heat the the whoever wins the series that will decide a lot about how much we remember that block. But if the Heat go on to make the finals and and who knows win the finals, that is going to be very heavy in the rotation. Just an amazing block. I mean, what can you say? The guy's a freak. We said right. that coming in. He's an all star. He is a star. Uh, plays like that, situations like that, are when you know where the story is told. You know where the legacies are made, and and that was that was a legendary block. Yeah, it's uh, and it was a, I guess the the counter to everyone who was upset with Tatum for just taking all the pull up shots in the last you know couple minutes of regulation and overtime and. He finally makes the move to the room, and that's what happens. So I guess that's like, okay, well, you know, you don't, this is why he might not be going there as often here. Um, let's, let's start with Tatum. I, 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 he had another monster night 30 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, three steals, two blocks. I mean, that's, uh, fifth straight double double, but, do you know how the, do you know how many times he even had three straight double doubles in his career before this stretch? Like once maybe? Zero. Zero. Yeah. He had three or four situations where he had back to back double doubles, but never had as many as three. Now we're five and counting, uh and in, in, in the Eastern Conference finals. Wow. Um yet it is largely going to be overshadowed by the fact that he went two of ten in the fourth quarter in overtime. Um and a lot of those shots were not all bad shots, but enough where, you know, I guess it was more just the entire offense turned into uh, the old Doc Rivers t- clog toilet um, playbook from the end and of the big three era. Did Brad talk about that at all after the game? Because it's just that, you know, you, you yeah, build, he did. We, we talk about a 14-point lead. You build it for the most part by playing Celtics basketball, by moving the ball around. I mean, also it, it obviously helps when when Marcus is having a game like he had tonight. But you know, then then Kemba hits the shot to go up fourteen very early in the fourth, and like you said, that ball move it just stalled. You know, it, it, it's a lot of one on one, it's a lot of isolation, and like, how did that happen, or what did Brad? How did Brad comment on that? Yeah, he just. I mean, he was like, "Yeah, we can't do that. We got away from it." Um... And but obviously, to, obviously, you can't do that, right? Like, right, I, exactly. I, I, it's like, all right, Brad, like, it's your job to, you know, call something or get them, get that ball moving again. 
because actually, like, guess when the last time they had an assist in that game was? What? What? Like, it, at all? At all. I mean, sometime in the fourth quarter, I imagine, right? It was three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Tatum had the drive and the dish to Tice for an easy, like, you know, six-footer. Um, so zero overtime assists. So zero overtime assists. Um, and I think the, the most damning part of it was um, after just watching the last three minutes of regulation again, um, no one else touched the ball in the final three minutes of regulation on offense um, besides Kemba and Tam. The only exception being Jalen Brown grabbing an offensive rebound, passing it to Smart, and then Smart just throwing it out to, to Kemba to run more clock. And give some credit to Jalen because I mean he's a situation where all of a sudden okay I guess I'm just not touching the ball anymore but he was down there he he had the yeah. tip in he had the tip in on the offensive board he had that other big offensive rebound that you just mentioned but he's he's essentially has to turn into Robert Williams or, or Daniel Tice a situation a guy who's averaging 20 points a game in the regular season 20 points a game you know last last series against Toronto in the playoffs in general. And all of a sudden, at a most critical time in the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals, he's just being phased out of the offense. It just, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and like you said, it's got a great point by you. you know, he had four offensive rebounds on the night, so he had a couple, you know, big ones down there. And um, he didn't pout. That's what you know, that's the thing. He didn't pout. He wasn't saying, "Okay, like what the hell? You guys aren't passing to me now." He said, "Okay, I guess you're not passing to me. I'm going to start crashing the boards because that's the only way that I can touch the ball. It's the only way that I can affect the game." And uh, so, yeah, give, give him some credit, but you just hope it doesn't get to that. No. And I guess the the bigger disappointing part to me um, is like, you know, Smart was 9 of 18 in this game. Jalen was 6 of 14. They were playing well. They were shooting well, um, especially from three. Kemba was not. Kemba was, you know, 4 of 17 in regulation. Um, so if anything... This was not a night to be like, you know, Tatum, that's one thing. He's going to ISO. He had it going. You're not going to fight too much with that. But, um, you know, even though Kemba's had times where he's broken out of in the fourth quarter here, um, it just, there were, you have pretty strong secondary options here if if the ball moves. And once it started moving again in overtime, they, they scored again and um, just not enough. Yeah, I know. And Kemba did. You know, score that the basket towards the end of overtime. I think twenty three seconds left or whatever it was to give the Celtics a lead on a on a classic Kemba move and a classic Kemba score. But it's it's interesting because you say that you know you mentioned because he, he was horrible again tonight. It was yes. Before before you know before you got down the stretch, absolutely hor- horrible. Not even a situation where he can where he can get his shot. Never mind hit it. And I don't know like what what. And if, and if, I just assumed that it was the knee. I, I don't I don't know what else to think at that point because you. I see, think you got to think about that. I mean, but it then, has to be right. But then you get to crunch time, and then you get to that you know to the potential the almost game winning jumper against against Harrow, and like he looked pretty good. He looked like Kemba again. So I don't know if it's just that if he's he's feeling the need to conserve himself a little bit earlier in these games, and when it gets down to to OT in the fourth quarter, he's just like fuck it. I just got to go all out, and whatever happens happens. And maybe he's 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 Maybe if he played like that the entire game, who knows? Maybe he wouldn't be able to hold up as long as he has. But it's just it's it's hard to see a guy of that level, an all star, playing like he has so consistently now. That's at least three straight games, and not wonder if it's something physical. Yeah, um, I think the worst. You know, it's three straight games under thirty three percent shooting. 
I think he's five of his last 36 from three-point range um, over the last five games. So that's like... Not good. Not good. And yeah, I mean, they're, you, you know, obviously still running him out there for 38 minutes in regulation. So they're not taking easy on him at all from a physical standpoint. So... And you get to a situation where you know where he's where he's playing like that on offense, and then you know from the flip side, defensively, there are there are stretches now where Miami's trying to attack him. Oh yeah, well here's, and, I mean, yeah, break it down. No, I mean to your point, I thought his defense cost him the game in the last minute there. What happened? Um, so that hero three, number one, you know, Kemba makes the the jumper. Um, over Crowder, puts him up five. He come right back down. Kemba's kind of, you know, home run trotting it back. Um, gets back, but kind of has to take a tough angle on Hero. And it becomes a scramble. He leaves Hero for a second, even though it's his man, and gives up the open three. That's number one. And then he misses the jumper going down the other way. Next possession down the floor. Butler gets a switch on to Kemba, takes a drive in. Kemba plays good D at first, uh, forces the pass, but then um, just helps way too far off Butler in the corner and, you know, overruns the recovery when the the pass goes out to Butler and Butler hits the, the go-ahead three there. You can't give up a go-ahead three there <laughs> when you're when you're up two. That is, that's the cardinal sin. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's one of those things you talk about the, the three-pointers you know, whereas the Celtics were as close as they were so many times to to, to winning this game, and Miami shoot, shot forty four percent from three. Yeah, and 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 eventually we'll we'll try to take an optimistic to have an optimistic take on this and and think about you know how the Celtics can turn this around because clearly again you're up fourteen points in the fourth quarter you might not need to change too many things about the game plan. Clearly, you put yourself in a position to win, right? Up five with a minute left. And with a team shooting 44% from three, you don't assume they're going to do that for the extent of the series. But uh, for this game, with, with the other stuff that went wrong, it's just it's just too many opportunities. You know, the killer instinct wasn't there. And, yeah, when, when a team can, can shoot like the Heat can and that they did tonight, like, you're eventually going to run into trouble. Should they have just closed with Brad Wanamaker on the floor? It's fucking crazy, but I mean, that, that's I, a joke. I mean, that's a joke. It but is. Is but it? Is it? I don't. I don't know. It's... <laughs> I mean, not with the way that that again. And when you have Tatum playing like like he was for most of the game tonight, you know, before he kind of no showed no showed down the stretch. I think what was it? The last seven minutes, yeah. uh, he went scoreless. Yeah, that sounds right. Something around and that. He had so, he had a free throw with the the smart when got the, you know. Drew the, the away from the ball foul to get them into overtime. You know, and you um, talk and you it. talk and you talk about you know Watermaker's defense, right? Five steals, and that's not always like super indicative of of how you're playing as a team team defense and man to man. Like a lot of that is like circumstantial when you get steals like that. But just had his nose and everything was able to get to the hoop where where Kemba not hasn't hasn't wasn't able to do it necessarily tonight. Finished pretty well. Just a tough dude, right? I mean that that's kind of. What you need in the in those stretches, especially when, you know, and, and Dragic, I, I mentioned him quickly at the top, just a star tonight. You know, he 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 kept them in that for the majority of the game. Yeah, I mean, eleven of nineteen from the field, three of six from three, just getting to the 13. rim. Yeah, getting to the rim just at will, and it's 
it might mean just probably one of the toughest guys to guard in the NBA right now because his he's you know he's hitting threes at the at close to a forty percent clip, and unlike the other guys, like his dribble drive game is usually the best part of his game. Period. So like you don't have to be as afraid of like Hero or or Robinson or Crowder on that front, but Tragic that's like that's his bread and butter. So you're you're in a really tough spot whenever you're trying to guard him, and the Celtics clearly found that out tonight. No matter who was on him. Yeah. No, and uh, Hero is uh, he's he's pretty damn good too. 12, 11, and nine, 40 minutes, and obviously Duncan Robinson got into some foul trouble. I didn't even realize he had eleven and nine. Holy cow! Yeah, um, no, he was everywhere. He was doing everything. Um, he uh, twenty years old. That's that that that's scary. And again, you don't you're not necessarily going to expect him to 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 play maybe as much. Maybe not forty minutes a game. Uh, you know, if Robinson didn't get into foul trouble, maybe he plays a little bit more. But I, I don't know. He was also, you know, they also have him guarding Kemba. Maybe that was, you know, maybe they got a switch there. I, didn't, I haven't rewatched that play yet. But you know, he's in positions. He's just he's 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 uh, up front and center in, in the in the conference finals. And and it's crazy to think, but he's ready for it. You know, it's crazy to think also that this is the guy who went what one pick before uh, Romeo Langford. Yes, there's a coin flip away from being a Celtic. Um, since the Celtics lost that uh, that tie with Miami, um, I think because that was that was a Sacramento pick. Man, um, but anyways, <laughs> so you but you, you you lose a game like that, and you, you turn the page uh, to to next game. If you're the Celtics, and it's funny, like you know, even with all the the back and forth, the roller coaster of this Toronto series. Never got the sense that Brad Stevens ever broke the confidence that he had in in his team of like if we just do what we need to do, if we do what we can do, we can beat this team. And you gotta think that he's gonna have the same approach going to game two. You know, it's not much of a mystery, it's not it's certainly not any bit of panic of how the Celtics need to need to approach this. They just need to I think just play a little bit more as a team for 48 straight minutes. Clearly you need more from Kemba too. Like right off the top, let's say that if Kemba Walker is not going to be Kemba Walker before and until Gordon Hayward comes back, it's going to be, the games are going to remain close, you know, but if Kemba, if Kemba can play like he did down the stretch in in overtime, you know, with, with that confidence, with that, you know, no, he's early in that game. He's not even getting to the hoop. No, and I mean the Heat did throw like a lot, like random double teams at him um, at times to kind of again throw him off balance. Um, but yeah, to your point, like he wasn't the burst that was there a few weeks ago didn't seem to be there tonight um, consistently, and that is a huge concern. I mean, for now Miami is treating him like the guy that still has that, but it it has to reemerge or else the Celtics will be in trouble in this series, like you said. I, I mean, for me, he needs to be better on at least one end of the floor. Like, you can't be a liability defensively like he was tonight and obviously shoot 6 of 19. Like, you can usually one of those things bounce each other out. He's been far better than expected defensively this year, but um, it was, you know, for him to be a liability and be a bad decision maker defensively in terms of, figuring out when to switch and, you know, just getting back to mark guys like that. You know, you just can't have that in a game like this. No, you certainly can't because you look around and, like, 
I don't, you know, I wasn't super impressed with Miami's depth. I mean, especially coming coming off that Toronto series. Like you look around, I don't think a guy like Derek Jones would be getting very many minutes and for 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 the Raptors. You didn't see very many minutes like that, or even Equidollar. Certainly not like Olinick, right? Well, they had uh, a rough night. Yeah, no, that was. I, I think there was that stretch he kept on finding himself on, on Tatum, and that's gonna that's gonna be tough. If, if it comes down to Tatum versus uh, Kelly, I think like the Celtics' chances in this. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think as long as he's out there, that's that's good for the Celtics. But there were those minutes, there were those th- that you didn't necessarily see against Toronto, or in the pockets are there against the Heat, where the Celtics I think can have a really distinct advantage, um, and it showed at times tonight, but. You know, obviously wasn't enough. And I think, again, this can either be a wake-up call. Talk about, you know, the Lakers lost first game of of, uh, of both their series so far. You know, we saw the, the Bucks lost against the Magic. We've seen in these playoffs, in playoffs in general, that, you know, losing the first game of a series is certainly not a death sentence, uh, especially when you, when you still feel like the Celtics are the better team. Uh, but they didn't do themselves any favors tonight. They didn't. Um... So what, you know, going into game two now, what do you change? There were some interesting defensive matchups going on. I think Tatum spent a lot of time on Butler, um, which wasn't a huge surprise. You know, you have you have three different guys that you can go there with them there in, with Smart and Brown, but that seemed like a matchup that even in crunch time, Brad Stevens was sticking with. Um, and then, I mean, bench usage... Shemi played a bunch in the first half that didn't go great. Wanamaker <laughs> pad. I mean, I felt like the the game changed with him. I mean, they went on a huge run in the third quarter when he came into that game, and six assists for him. He the, the ball was like popping with him in there. Not that he didn't play a perfect game by any means, but you know, twenty five minutes for him. I would imagine that's going to still be around that number, um, especially if Gordon isn't back. And then, I mean, Rob and Grant seemed they were fine that he stayed away from Cantor. like did, did you have any quibbles do you want to see anything really adjust there going forward no i'm never going to have any quibbles i, I don't think with with the lack of Cantor. um <laughs> with, with, oh, and I'll, I'll pick up on that in a sec let me tell you real quick bureau that the wait is finally over football is back uh you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online uh bet online that ag is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Uh, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start offering uh, and start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures today. Head to Bet Online and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, you know, I'd always like I'd always like a little bit more uh, Time Lord. What did you uh, did you see anything from him in the, in the brief time that would make you think that you know he could find himself back in Brad's mini doghouse or or, or, or or sort of lost his opportunity to make an impact in this season in this series? Uh, I just I know I'd always he had the great block obviously. Um, I just just I just always feel like there's a little bit more energy, there's a little bit more life to this team when he's out there. Yeah, I mean maybe like he. Seemed to do, you know, held up pretty well against Adebayo in those limited minutes. So maybe, you know, Tice was was solid. To, actually, Tice was a plus 12 tonight, so he was good. But he only had three shots. Um, again, I think part of that is, you know, the ball wasn't moving well enough 
in certain points of the game to you know reward him for easy looks around the rim but yeah i think you know if tice is going to get into more foul trouble in this series which seems to be a lot to happen um after you know he fouled out in 35 minutes tonight um yeah, yeah I actually, think... actually got some calls there. He he filed yeah. ban. He filed filed ban pretty clearly on that dunk attempt, and I think the first first quarter, uh, he drew that charge where he was pretty clearly moving. Uh, right. Later in the game, uh, but so what was it after after Tice filed out? What was it eleven to four? Is that is that how? Uh, yeah, Miami finished eleven. Uh, outscored the Celtics eleven to four after Tice filed out. There after he filed out, so they they were up four in this. Yeah, so that's um. Yeah, that will that will hurt right there because they they didn't really know who to play in that situation. I felt like they went with Wanamaker for a little bit, then they went to Grant, and it's just with Adebayo out there, there's no really good choice because if you go super small, then then he can kind of eat you up. Um, but then you're playing four and five to a degree um, if you go with with Grant or. Um, you know, Rob in that spot. So, and what do you think the problem is with Rob? They'll just, they'll just, they'll just run either a pick and roll or just, just get him in bad position. Yeah, I think it's just getting in bad positions. I mean, he he seemed to avoid like I don't really remember any like bad spots where he didn't get out to a shooter or anything. Um, in this game, I mean, he only played eleven minutes, so there wasn't a, a, a ton of spots for him to do that. So, I help. I thought he held up fairly well from that spot, but yeah, I guess. You know, like we talked about earlier, like we talked about in the preview, Brad just, just seems to be afraid to go to him in those crunch time spots um, at this point. So maybe that will change if he kind of breaks out as the series goes on one of these, you know, quarters uh, where he gets extended run. Um, but for now, clearly Grant Williams is ahead of him in the, the circle of trust. And um, that. You know, it paid off obviously in Game Seven, and tonight it was, you know, Grant didn't really hurt the season. He missed a three late, but beyond that, he didn't just, you know, he just kind of stayed out of the way, which is, which is fine. But sometimes you need a little bit more than that. Uh, give some uh, shout out to to Marcus Smart. Obviously, uh, another huge game. You know, very early, kept the Celtics in it, but the heat checks were a little bit outrageous today. Oh, the miss the miss Jalen pass for the dunk. I that one of one of probably six or seven <laughs> plays where I mean there was there there was one stretch where he where I think he missed three or four uh, in a row and just and just tough jumpers like almost like forced jumpers. And I know maybe at times he feels like you know clearly there's there's a green light, but I feel I feel like no matter what's going on, no matter well how well he's playing. It still feels to me like every Marcus Smart shot is a win for the Heat. Yeah, I think um, whether you hit it or miss it, I just feel like you'll take that compared to what else, you know, what the other options might be. Yeah, I mean they probably look at it that way too in terms of, you know, just his track record. Uh, just one assist for him kind of tells the story perfectly. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, tonight um, the fewest out of anyone in the starting five, and so. That is not, you know, the 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 hot shooting nice is nice, but when, like you pointed out, he's turning down several um, open looks under a rim for shots that, you know, you're not Steph Curry even on a hot shooting night. Like those are points that need to be had. Because he's, uh, he's he's their best playmaker right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, clearly Tatum's the, the, been racking up the assists, but just like on a pure playmaking ability. 
you know, with, with Gordon out, Marcus is, is the best guy you got doing that. And when he, yeah, clearly he's, he's been effective, you know, from long range and, and shooting is the name of the game now, but when it comes to creating offense, he's one of the best and he just, he's, he's not doing that. He didn't do that tonight. Well, maybe in these future end of game situations, he gets to initiate a little more offense and, yeah, he wasn't touching that. the ball either, right? He wasn't touching the ball. Right. So it's like, it's, it, it hurt. That was stuff that hurt them seriously early in the games. But then, you know, when you talked about crunch time in this game, um, you really look at, you know, two or three guys if you want to include Brad Stevens in that equation in terms of how things kind of uh, crumbled down the stretch. But despite all that, they, you know, they still had a chance. They were, you know, one amazing block away from at least a second overtime look like and um how about that yeah, nothing <laughs> that I flop mean, by marcus when when uh when they were down one in regulation right. <laughs> man i want like is, can you get a fine for that you think retroactively that i know the refs missed it they didn't even review it but that was that was a pretty flagrant flop yeah if you i looked at it again it looked like kemba kind of just ran into jones jr which and essentially pushed him into smart um, but it's, uh, no matter how hard he ran at the smart, right. it wasn't as hard as, the, oh, no, no, as Marcus's smart, reaction. And smart was ready to fall like a tree. Um, but yeah, that was, I guess, when he knows, hey, Spolster used his challenge already, so what do I have to lose here? Um, right. I hope he was thinking about it that with that depth. <laughs> that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. That would be, I mean, who knows? Maybe like maybe that's something the Celtics tell them. Like, you know, they don't have their challenge anymore. So maybe uh, get bold with your floppage. Um, right. Uh, and our big, uh, many Celtics fans' biggest fear, maybe what we talked about as a huge X factor in the series, was uh, Jay Crowder's ability to shoot the three. And again, like five of five of nine, it's just absurd what what has become of of Jay Crowder. It's a deadly three point shooter. This is the guy I always thought that it would be. <laughs> this is it coming to fruition. And I'll say um, that like that like the Celtics did a pretty good job on Jimmy Butler tonight, like. You know, yeah. finished with twenty points. A lot, you know, it felt like a, like, you know, a lot of that came late. Certainly, you know, it, when it came down to it, when it was winning time, like Jimmy got the best of them. But you know, for the majority of the game, they had him under control. And you know, and early, I think in the first quarter, Tatum, Marcus, and Jalen all had turns. Uh, you know, they weren't getting the foul trouble. You know, Marcus and Jalen combined for five fouls. That's a pretty good sign. Um, you know, said when it mattered, Jimmy showed that that he's jimmy that that right we talked about this being a, a a contest of who's the best player you know butler or tatum coming to the series um i think tatum had the better game but again when it came down to it jimmy was the guy who who, who stepped up and you know i hate the phrase of the you know they wouldn't let his team lose but that's you know quite literally you know what happened with him <laughs> i mean him and bam those were the the playmakers down the stretch there and the Celtics, you know, they hit some shots, but clearly not enough to seal the deal. Um, especially when it got down to the final minute of regulation. So yeah, it's really, it's going to be a really fun series. I don't think we are going to be in for anything shorter than six games in either direction. Um, but at the same time, I think, the Celtics can come back from this in two ways. You know, they've, they've bounced back from really tough losses very well in this postseason so far um, beyond, I'd say, you know, game four and against Toronto. Um, but 
this is a situation now where they're down for the first time in the postseason in a series. And game two obviously isn't must win, but it's it's pretty pretty close to it if you work at the numbers. So um the numbers are like 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 past playoffs. Yeah, like just to, how tough it is to come down from come back from two zero. Um, yeah, it does feel kind of different though this year, as we see the the, the Nuggets tonight pull off their second straight three one deficit uh, to come back, and the Clippers that's a whole other story. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I was thinking that if if somehow based on what we've seen, even what we saw in Game One, I believe that even if the Celtics lose Game Two, I'm not I'm I'm clearly I don't think you're counting them out either. But I just I just think that these series are always longer than we think, and I still think that the Celtics are a better team, and maybe and maybe the the two zero deficit is what brings Gordon back. Who, who knows? But I, I I just I I have not lost faith that they are going to win the series. No, I don't think you can. There is nothing that you saw in this game that makes you think that the Heat have a you know, everything going their favor. They they stole a game here, and they should get credit for that. They made the plays, and the Celtics didn't. But um, the Seas were still in a position to win despite a dud from one of their All Stars, and everyone in the Heat, short of you know that mattered, short of like Duncan Robinson, played pretty damn well in this game. So when you like look at that side to side, then I think the Celtics will feel pretty good about their chances in the series despite going down to one here yeah i agree are you all right final thoughts are you already just preparing for the lakers to is it gonna be a Lakers sweep of the nuggets or is hmm. uh are the nuggets gonna come back from 3-1 in in the West <laughs> West i don't think I don't, I don't think it's a Lakers sweep i think that i think the lakers will have their hands full with with murray uh and Jokic will be interesting too obviously but i think that murray uh We'll see how much how much playoff Rondo is left in the tank, but uh, I think that I think that'll be an advantage that they have. And I, you know, this is a uh, the Lakers haven't real. And it's funny, I I can't I can't say they haven't been tested because we all thought that Portland was going to give them a run for their money. Thought that uh, that the Rockets were were a bad matchup, and they made pretty easy work of both those teams. So maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the Lakers' destiny to to get this done and done in the in this asterisk. Uh, ridden finals, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm I'll say I'll say Lakers in six in the Western Conference Finals. And what happens to the Clippers now? I think that I mean, is Doc going to try and jump ship and, and get and get a better job somewhere? <laughs> that would be that would be on brand. But I, I don't know. I think because for, for for one more season, they kind of. Who, who's who, who's who is it? Uh, Trez is 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 a free agent. Yeah, Trez is a free agent, but Marcus Morris is a free agent. That's pretty much it. I think they're running everyone else back there. I think they try and do it. One, I think they just run it back one more time, and and I will see. It's just crazy that you know after all the, all they gave up, uh, you know, and and again, like someone made the point on Twitter tonight that it's not that they gave all that up for Paul George. They gave it up for Paul George and Kawhi because Kawhi wasn't going to come unless unless George was coming with him. Um, right. But you but you give up what you what you what you did to bring Paul George on and and Kawhi can leave again after this next year. Right. You you don't lock him in for more than two years. It's kind of bananas. Um, 
not that I mean he's in LA, so you would think that well, you know where is he going to go from here? Um, right. How crazy time, does he want to get with his career? Does he really want to right be jumping teams that often? But at the same time, like you know, he's probably going to be calling the shots out there this off season. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who he uh, who he wants back and who gets shown the door. Um, Do you think he'd like to play with the Jays? <laughs> I mean, probably. He could have played with one of them. He couldn't have played with both of them. Um, a couple years ago, or last season, I should say. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think the season will have that kind of that capital to to bring him in. But there, there could be a suddenly very interesting uh, trade market this off season. Um, all across the league, always, always is. No matter always what, is. it's always bonkers. But um, the Celtics don't have to worry about that right now. They have to worry about getting ready for game two, which will be Thursday night. Um, we'll be back with you guys after that one, probably sometime on Friday to break it down. Um, in the meantime, hit us up at winning plays pod on Twitter at rich underscore Levine at Brian T. Rob. I'll plenty of stuff up on Boston sports com, And uh, maybe we'll get a, a cameo from Mike Pina here, who is literally the biggest, the busiest, man on earth right now it's great to um, see pumping out great stuff across the board for gq again new york times book review today just the man is everywhere out of the clouds with the new york times book review mr mr everything so definitely check mike out there as well and but he'll be checking in on the series too so um in the meantime thanks for listening and we will catch you guys on friday